This episode of the Crown Refs podcast is brought to you by RefereeStore.com. To save 15% on all United Attire products, enter Crown15 at checkout. We hope you enjoy this episode and do us one last favor before you listen. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs podcast. The audio experience for basketball officials. Serve the game. Let's rewind. The conversation started with you asking me, or you saying, giving me a compliment saying I'm always positive. Yes. And then I immediately threw that back on you. My question to you is why were you not positive every single day? And you mentioned um, not trusting others, right, was one of the things you mentioned. Anything else on top of that before Anything else that stands out? Like, uh, it was mostly not trusting others. I would say it was trust was major thing we're talking about. Right. So in that statement, I, I immediately think of a couple of things. Number one, you're allowing other people's actions, thoughts, and behaviors to impact your mood and your happiness. You're giving them full control of that. And another thing is when you come to the conclusion like people are not trustworthy, I think that probably crosses into the area of judging others. And judging others is a bad thing. And it doesn't lead to happiness. Yes, I believe that. I believe some people like, it's usually you have one time with me. Or sometimes I'll be like, okay, you know what? Maybe I don't trust people a lot, so maybe I don't even give them a chance. But most people I do trust, they'll have one chance. And but what does give them a, a chance mean? Like you're going to never talk to them again? Or are you going to be mean to them? I'll never talk to them again. I have people who I never talk to. Okay, but that, again, that leads to dwelling and frustration and sour taste in your mouth, does it not? Yes. Because forgiveness is one of the pillars of this whole chart that, we're, that I'm going to share with you. Yes, I believe that. But and I that's do a believe, strength. I do believe sometimes it, sometimes a relationship may be harder to keep than it is to actually than it is to cut off. I think some relationships are like, you should be able to cut them off before, or to have them impact your life, for the most part. No, I, I, I understand, like, um, deciding who's going to be in your friend circle, yes. and allowing people to get a certain closeness to you, but it shouldn't impact our moods, right? Because, okay. I don't know, I don't... What a, not trusting others. Why do you need to trust them? Um, Here's another thing. And this goes right into expect nothing from anyone. Yes. And that's accountability. I'm accountable for everything. Yes. I don't need to rely on your trust. Yes. Um, and like I don't have, when you have no expectations, and that's not saying like no hope. Yes. That just means I don't expect anything from yes. you. When you give me stuff, you over deliver. And then I'm not, I'm happy either way. Because if I, if you did it, I wasn't expecting anything in the meantime. I believe I'm like that, but I have a, where lately people have been helping me out. Like, like different people I was talking to, oh, you need lunch? Would you like any lunch? And it's going to come off as a little bit of a, whoa, it feels weird because I'm not the type to really ask for nothing. Type to really take anything so somebody just gave I, you did a kind thing for you said offered something yes. like lunch and yes. you took it some type of way like it's because it makes yeah, it feel it? less of a, for lack of a better word less of a man i feel like i, I should that's an insecurity speaking right now why I do you feel, feel less i feel like man? i should have everything i feel like if i wanted i should provide myself with it, honestly and that's probably where the trust issue comes from because i can trust somebody to do something and it might not happen and you're like you know what i'm gonna do it myself so now i'm at a stage kind of where I trust myself in doing something. 
Whereas if somebody yes, does something nice, I'm like, oh, why'd you do this? And they're like, I did this because I just wanted to. And it feels kind of weird because I feel like, you know what, I should have did it myself. Well, I could do it myself. So if, you, if you're so certain that you can do it yourself, why is it an issue that someone else is allowed to do it as well? A lot of the times that I found out, I'm in a position is, where Are we I speaking relationship, um, female, like, dating type relationship? Yes, yes. Is that the person yes. you're referring to? Yes. And then it come on. It, it started off because I, I do need the help. I just don't ask. Now then when I do get the help, I say thank you. But they said, why didn't you ask for it if you needed it? And that's when it comes into the sense of, I should have had it. Well, I should be but that's you, myself. yo. I, we talked about judging others. Now yes. it's you judging yourself because yes. they're so interconnected. When we judge ourselves, like uh, in a negative way, it's so simple for us to do then do that to others. That's exactly what happens, and it works in reverse too. Not judging others is gonna help you practice not judging yourself, and it comes with the self-talk that you're, the things that you're saying to yourself that only you will ever hear, that yes. no one else will ever hear. Self-judgment happens in our head a lot of times, and that and that's um, some of the traits of dwelling about the past, complaining that something isn't going your way, or unhappy where you are, like financially or with your life. And then remember last week we were speaking about other people's timetables. You, know, you don't follow anyone else's timetable, but us as a society and culture are, are so. Um, taught that we need to have this figured out by a certain age. We need to be married by a certain age. And what that does, it, it creates expectations, it creates pressure, and it creates unhappiness because people are living their lives based on other people's rules. I believe so, because even after high school, even after, like, when I went to college and stuff and I got my associate's degree, I felt like it wasn't enough because I should have my bachelor's by this time because I went to school with kids who already had their bachelor's by the time I got my associate's. So I'm looking... Well, I'm kind of behind the eight ball. You said it's good that I have my associate, and it is, but I should have my four-year degree opposed to my two-year degree. And I guess that's what we were talking about last week with um, timetables with the expectations. And it, it did feel weird. I had a, a weird feeling for myself. Like, it, I just felt like, like a little down. Even though I had, it, was, it was supposed to be a happy celebration, mm -hmm. I didn't go out to eat. My mom was like, just go celebrate, go out to eat. I really didn't, because it didn't feel like an accomplishment. Because I feel like I should have done more. Comparison is the thief of joy. You're letting this is your life has nothing to do with anyone else's life. You're yes. comparing your journey with someone else. Yes. And that's out of our control. One thing I learned from officiating, control what you can control. It's a, a tremendous piece of advice. But people, most people don't know how to follow it. It sounds cool. Yes. They don't know how to follow it. Weirdly really enough, I do. I like a lot, like the big stuff. I know I can't control. I don't get upset about. But little stuff, I do get upset about. I don't know why. I try to. Like, if you could, honestly, if if I you can't could control it, shift your perspective to realizing that everything that happens in life is actually a blessing. If you just take that singular strategy, everything in life is a blessing. And that includes the negative things that you may perceive as bad situations or mistakes or errors. If you make that shift in your head, then everything is a blessing.
That's why gratitude, bro, is so important. If you are healthy, if your family is healthy, then there's zero reason for people to not be 100% grateful. But being being happy is a freaking skill. That's what I totally understood this last few years, is being happy is a skill. Just like shooting a basketball. Yes. Just like being able to sell a car. Just like being handy with a hammer and being able to build a house. Yes. Building happiness for yourself is an absolute skill and it needs to be learned, it needs to be practiced. It doesn't just happen. There's natural happiness that happens to human beings, of course. You yes. get happy, but it yes. comes in waves. Yes. Now the skilled people know how to make it just one single wave of happiness. Yes. It's a choice. These are all decisions you make in your mind. Yes. Because I've recently, um, I would say for less. You must speak up. I would say for the last few months, I would, I have been praying for, I would say last five months. Like I've been troubles with jobs here and there and everything and not being able to maybe pay a bill or whatever the case may be. And I actually been praying for the last five months for the good and the bad. Because I would say, you know what, you do have a car, you do have a job and stuff like that. And try to look at the stuff a little bit differently in the sense of that you do have these things. There's people who don't have a car. I have a place to live. I have food. My mom gives me food here and there, so I try to say thankful for that stuff. And then I have, lately, I've been getting a lot of stuff. Like I got a new job. Like I have this job and I'm getting more income and this is the stuff I pray for. Gratitude, and gratitude, gratitude. Still, sometimes I sit and I still feel regular. Still what? I still feel regular. Well, how are you supposed to feel? Unregular? I, I don't know. I feel like this is achievement, but I don't feel like, I, it doesn't, I don't know. It's but how do you, weird to, but how do you I, feel, I should feel like, oh my God, this is what I wanted to do. And this is what I wanted to do. Take the hot post, Sebastian. Like Take the hot post, Sebastian. Where I can Knock start down. and go up and I with the sense of financial security. Like I'm getting a little older, I need a job that I can stay in and, well, that's timetable. So, but I feel like at this age, I should be financially stable. So once I got the job, I thought, you know what? I should be a little bit happier. But I still feel the same as kind of, Two months ago. Does that Before tell I, you that money doesn't have anything to do with happiness? It has to. It has nothing to do with it. It does. It's not see, connected. I thought this is what I wanted. I mean, I, feel, I want to be financially stable. This is kind of what I feel like. I, I, don't, I feel like this is what I want. Like, I don't want to be somebody that I have to rely on my parents. Well, no, that's natural. Everybody wants to be independent. That's what it is. Have the freedom. Let me just share a little bit of my story real quick. I didn't move out of my parents' house until I was 31 years old. I've had over, listen to this, I've had over 75 jobs. I can list you 75 jobs probably since I turned 16. Bouncing around forever. Now, if you would have caught me at 19 or 22, wouldn't be talking about any of this kind of stuff. Yes, I understand. But I had to I had to go through and bounce around, and that was my journey. I figured out what I didn't want to do many, many times, till I eventually figured out what I wanted to do. And career path has a lot to do with our happiness, because ultimately you want to wake up every morning, you want to be happy for what you're doing. You want to have the freedom to do what you want to do. Yes. And when you can find a job that doesn't feel like a job, that, that it, that's not really work. And that's sustainable. Yes. Actually, I mean, I am happy at work, but in my free time, when I actually wait, honestly, like, you know how you wait all day? Man, I can't wait till I get off. I'm happy at work, but when I get off, it's like, I'm bored. Like, it's like I'm bored and I'm, I don't have that... I don't know, I 
expect to be happy all the time. Like, I'm in a position that I prayed for, and now I'm in it. It's like, I'm not happy all the time. I'm happy at work. Like, it's fun at work, and I'm enjoying it. But when I get off, it's just like, well, here's my thing. Better word, maybe here's my thing. Being bored, for me, is something that kids do. Is something that like should not happen in a modern 2022 digital world where you have everything at your fingertips and you can go do anything you want. Yes. Bro, I grew up in the 80s. We didn't have that many options. I understand. I was yes. bored a lot. Yes. But I'm never bored anymore because I know there's always something I can be doing. Yes. It doesn't mean I always have to be doing anything. But I don't say, oh, man, this is boring. Because again, being bored is a mindset. You're choosing to complain in your mind about not being excited or not being interested. That's on you. You gotta find what makes you happy. You gotta find your passions. What else do you want to do besides work? What are, what are some other hobbies that you like to do? I like to travel. Okay. That's new for me. I like to travel. Um, Gym, basketball, uh, basketball, art, yes. Groups, um, activities. I do like art. Gym, it's, it's, it sucks because I'm, I have a small athletic frame. Right it, oh, I don't have the, the, that's an that's excuse the, land right it is, there. It is, it is. It's, it's tough because I do it for two weeks and then I look good and then I have the, I have the muscles. I'm like, you know what? I, I did gym. You I did nothing, gym for two weeks. But you didn't do nothing. That's what you got to tell yourself. Stop gassing yourself up. Like, you're, <laughs> yes. It's a, yes. It's a lifelong thing. Like fitness yes. for me, like it's got to be a lifelong thing. Yes. Yeah, you, we have good weeks, we have good months, we have bad months. Summer comes, barbecuing, beach, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like my, my thing in my 12-month cycle goes like this. Yes. Right now I'm hitting a stride because I'm reffing more. Yes. Um, you know, but you got to find find passions. Passions lead to happiness. I don't know if I have to find something to do. Like Just like you said, boredom. Like A lot of people say, like, when I'm just... I'm usually just, like, in the house. I watch something on TV, but it's like... After a while, you're just like, okay, it's, it's nothing on TV or nothing I want to watch on TV. But like you said, this there is stuff to do. There's always stuff to do. It's just, I don't know, I must, I must need to find a hobby or something. But. It's also amazing, too, what the internet is doing, bro. I, I, you can build something special from something that's in your pocket. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with YouTube, how you can find out how to do Like, I do look Everything. at... Um, but I do say, well, I'm starting to look into investing. I'm starting to think about the future, and I'm starting to think about, like, investing in gold and investing in stocks and stuff like that. And I was just doing it last night. I was just looking up uh, YouTube, um, how to invest in gold for you. Okay, so you're exploring. What, yes. Curious. Curiosity leads to happiness. I don't, I'm not bored when that happens, but that's not every day. Like, maybe that's once a week. Like, I'll, I'll find something where it's like, okay, this is really, this is really good. And then I'll have that, that passion for maybe two days. And then I find out what I want to know, and then it ends. And then I'm back where it kind of got started. Yeah, just keep searching. Keep doing. Keep doing. You do by, you learn by doing things. You know, like, back to my 75 jobs. Like, in 2007, that stat is, could be quite alarming. Because it's right. not a very good stat. Yes. When I'm 43 years old, I wouldn't change that stat for the world. Yes. So. You, you, you have a whole lot of experience and everything. But everything is a blessing. I yes. would have not gotten to this point had I not followed that path. But I don't yes. judge that path. And I don't dwell and think I'm a loser for doing that. Even though at the time it might have felt like it. Yes. Even though other people might have thought that. You yes. can't get into what other people think and other people's... Uh, expectations for you. It doesn't mean anything. It's just excess pressure that lives in our minds.
Good. Square up. Open the floor up. Open it's a mental up. switch to be take happy. Your time. Yeah. Take your time. But it takes practice take and it takes... Um, take your time. Square up. There you go. You know, mapping your behavior. Stay there, Justin. Everything turn, I do Justin. is for happiness. Turn, so I map Justin. my thoughts for happiness. I map my behaviors. I map my actions. I map my interactions. Everything leads to happiness. If it doesn't lead to happiness, I won't do it. Or I'll just be in a mind state where I'm not going to be frustrated at whatever I'm doing at that time. Okay. If I have a question, yes. I know you said you had um, a lot of jobs. What point did you make the mental switch to want to be happy? Did you say like it's a skill? So when did you try to work on the skill to try to be happy? I didn't start thinking about my own happiness till I was 32 years old. Oh, my fault, my fault. Hey, hey, um, um, I never twin, even thought about the word twin, happiness, bro, twin, until I was 32. Twin, okay. One day, twin, and this was probably twin, a couple months after I moved twin. out of my house and I moved in with my my future wife, my girlfriend at the time, Julissa. And it was uh, about a two, three months into that and finally feeling like, okay, I got my own apartment now. I've been at my job now for two years. This is, I started my career. So I started my career. I started my career at 31, my job that I'm at now. Um, but about 32 when I moved out and I was just, I guess it just hit me like, all right, finally I have a steady job. Finally I have a girlfriend. I have an apartment, a car. Like, oh wow, I'm, I'm happy. Like this is fun type, yes. type stuff. Yes, yes. That's the first time I had an awareness about my own happiness. Um, but it took a long time. You know, it took a long that's why I try to help people that are way younger than me start to pick up. These. I was gonna say, so you had to go through the steps of you had to go, you had to get your own happiness to say, you know what, this is the first time I felt happy in a little while to say, okay, this is how I want to be. So you had to kind of experience it first. Yeah, and I think probably finally being steady in a, in a job too. Like a career, like oh wow, I got my career. I bounced yes. around forever. But guess what? I went back to school. I did the work. I got my master's. I got a job. I got hired. I do what I love. I teach physical education. I'm on a basketball court every day. Great gratitude. Like, wow, thank, thank you. So, but I didn't refine that. I'm, I'm just refining it now. Ten years later. I didn't know how to do the work of being happy then. I just knew I was starting to feel happy. I mean, it kind of makes sense what you're saying, how it's a skill, because I feel like I should have already got I should have been happy right now. And I still, I do feel happy, but still, I don't know, it feels like a small boy. Even though I have everything that I have, but still, like, still do you feel like um, being single is something that could potentially make you feel that or you're happy being single right now and waiting for the right one that's a that's a twofer trust issue with who you or them uh, it's with them, but I have, I have a feeling it's gonna turn around and be like it starts with you. Of course. Yeah, Absolutely. but it's like I don't. I, I feel like I have this. I don't know. I always think I'm pessimistic. I always think like, oh man, 
but let, it was just kind of. But let's apply it out. to the relationship. Okay. Let's apply it to just dating somebody. Yes. If and if you go in trusting them versus so many of us go in not trusting people. Yes. If you go in and trust them, you have a few dates, and you don't assume that they're dating other people. Yes, that's. You that's simply fine. don't assume well, that. If it pops up in front of your face and you get a back to reference, yes. you get a hundred percent information that this is the case. Yes. Then you can make the the observation or the decision that yes or confirm it. Like yes. okay, this person is not trustworthy. She's dating other people, and then then you have to do other things like have a conversation about that and exit in a respectful way. I think, yes. but but if you just approach it like she's a good good girl, I'm getting to know her. I'm not going to assume the worst. Don't expect the worst from people. Don't expect anything. Yeah. Just get to know them and feel them out. Yes. They'll prove to you over time if they are or they're not. But when we go in to situations not knowing, and then we make assumptions, back to assumptions. What did we learn early on when you assume? You make an ass out of you, you and me, and me. Yes. because people are judging. Let me give you an example. I posted a video with me talking to players, right? And they came up to me at a camp in Virginia. They saw my TikToks and they're like, yes. yo, Ref, I want to talk. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. So we had a good conversation. So one of the videos shows one of the kids on his phone because at the time he's adding me on TikTok. Yes. Which is great. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, so exactly. he can learn the game. One of the refs in the comments said, this is what I can't stand about kids. He's probably the same kid that messes up the flow. These kids are on their phone all day. They don't pay attention. It's just a complete judgment. This yes. man has no idea this moment that I shared with this individual. I yes. said, no, sir. He's actually doing the exact opposite of what you just said. He's adding me on TikTok to learn more about the game from an official of who he respects. That's actually the exact opposite of your prediction. And then I finished it with be nice. And then he apologized. You're right. I've been doing this 30 years. I've just seen so much blah, blah, blah. But you're right. And, and there's kindness being a superpower. I stayed respectful with him, but I was also transparent that he was being judgmental. And kindness is something that you can rely on as a skill and a power that will provide happiness to you. You know, and he immediately had a reflective moment on some, yeah, you're right. But my thing is, let's always be reflective and never have to say you're sorry. Because you have the awareness to know just, it just comes down to being being nice and being kind and being respectful and these little things all lead to personal happiness. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Now I, I like talking. <laughs> I like talking. You kind of break it down too, like saying, "Wait, why is it? Why is it like this?" And I'm like, "You know what? Why is it?" And I try to have my best thought of why it is. I try to explain it the best way I can. Some stuff I can't even explain, but I, I try to explain it the best way I possibly can. I know, because these deep George, thoughts. were you up at the uh, premiere today? You well, started to play? I don't words sometimes. You well, that's the hard today? part. You uptown? Yeah, like, not I can, No, no, no. I, I know what, what I'm mean? feeling for the most part, but what it's hard to say this is no, what I'm feeling. This is why I'm feeling. It's, it's hard to... Hard to I didn't know how hard it is, honestly. Yeah, you know what you're feeling, but you don't know how to define the feeling. Yes. You know? And that's why conversations like this are really helpful, because we get to go deep in communication about these feelings, because that's what it is. I talk to myself all the time. I probably look really strange sometimes, too. I do it at home. I do talk I do it to myself. Public, which is cool. Yes. I do it at the gym. I know somebody today caught a look at me like, I don't know what she was thinking. I'm not yes. going to judge. Yes. Yes. But she definitely saw me probably looking weird talking to myself. But guess what? I was spitting some knowledge. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was training myself. I was training my brain. 
That's why I think self-talk is so important. Self-talk is so important, and even more specifically, positive self-talk is the self-talk that you need to have. So many times we negative self-talk ourselves. I negative self-talk because I joke around a lot. And I heard, like, words are powerful. Like, and I joke around my friends a lot. So I'll sit there and say, oh, Mike, you idiot. Why don't you forget this? And words are powerful. I heard this shit and really say, that you're an idiot. And I joke around a lot. I joke around my friends. So I call my friend, nah, you're an idiot for doing this. So I would say that to myself. But I don't know if I'm psyching myself out. But is that words powerful enough to but you're practicing bad habits that's what it is and when you practice bad habits they just trickle down and they become more consistent over the bigger things in our life that's why this is yeah to be in a i wouldn't even be interested in those types of environments anymore where like people are busting each other's balls and i get it it's a friendly if it's for comedy it's cool yes, yes. i'm with comedy I'm with laughing because yes, that leads yes, to happiness. Yes. I'm like, yeah, I love to laugh. That's my one thing. Of course. Thing. But not at the expense of being. Okay. So anyway, listen. No. I understand. I understand. Like, there's other ways to be funny than yes. to say you're an idiot. Yes, yes. There's more intelligent ways to do that. What other questions you got before I bounce? Anything that should be on there? Kind of answered all of them, but I definitely. Huh? Anything that should should be on there? No, I didn't. No, it looks good. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna edit your work. I know. I don't have any questions. One thing I will say. Thank you for this conversation. Put on there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're gonna take it with you because you're gonna hopefully remember the good parts, but I'm also gonna send you this so you can okay. listen to it. Okay, all right, that works. And, and, and double the value of what it gives, but. I'm glad we had this because it, it really only started with one line that you said to me about me being, how am I so positive every day? And I want yes. people to make it automatic. Like, of course, how are you not so positive yes. every day? Yeah, and right? I, followed, I followed up with the, it's different talking to you because you're so positive. And that's, that's what it is like. Like you said, why isn't everybody like this? But you're trying to it just comes down with pure comes down to pure happiness. That's what powers positivity. Happiness powers positivity. Let's leave it with that. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs Podcast. Serve the game.